Hi everyone, this is uh, Jackie Cooper with Love Travel Scotland and Yvette, and I wanted to welcome everyone back to this episode. As we promised, we are sharing in the group, Love Travel Scotland, a variety of posts about castles, real estate, restaurants, activities, places you can go and see and enjoy. And today we decided that because of Halloween happening, soon. We are sharing um, a little bit of background about Scottish Halloween, but before we get into um, the topic of the day, I wanted Yvette to go ahead and give a, a shout out and share a little bit more about what she's been doing because she's had an interesting few weeks. So Yvette, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks, Jackie. Um, so I'm Yvette and I'm also the admin for Love Travel Scotland. I also Remax Estate Agency, uh, Remax Scotland, and um, the last couple of weeks I've been travelling around um, some hotels, some hills, and um, had an encounter with a deer, unfortunately, on the back road. So definitely, when you're diving in Scotland, watch out for the the little deers and the big deers. Um, and so yeah, it's been interesting. Yeah, you've had a lot of excitement going on. I know that um, you went to a gala. You you know. Oh yes, doing, yeah. The Remax Awards, um, the gala, and our Aberdeen office took home six awards, so that was a great evening. Yeah, yeah, and you've been talking to different restaurants and hotels, so definitely everyone, you know, who's in the group, reach out to a vet, especially if you are traveling over. There are um, bed and breakfasts and hotels that she's connecting with that, um, you know, might not be traditional that you might want to uh, think off the beaten track and um, enjoy. Today, we're going to be talking about holidays. Now, you know, we're, I'm based in the United States, so I have a perspective of Halloween based from that. That's based in Scotland. So I did not know a lot about how Halloween was celebrated in Scotland. So we decided we're going to do a little research and share out. Um, what I learned is that Robert Burns, who's a very famous Scottish poet, he wrote about the myths, legends, and traditions associated with Halloween in Scotland in his poem called Halloween, which was actually written in 1785. Um, so you guys can look that up. And Halloween in Scotland is actually all about supernatural witches, spirits, and fire. And I did not know, you know, again, I have my own kind of understanding about what Halloween is, but um, Yvette, do you want to kind of continue and share a little bit more about the origins of Halloween in Scotland? Yeah, so it can be traced back to the ancient Celtic festival um, called Samhain, that's summer's end. The Celtic year was determined by the growing seasons of Samhain marked at the end of the summer and the harvest, the beginning of the dark cold winter, and the festival symbolized the boundary between the world of the living and the world of the dead. Yeah, so um, I know um, the Celts actually have a lot of oh, great traditions, and it was believed by them that on the night of the 31st of October, ghosts of the dead would walk again amongst them, and large bonfires were lit in each village in order to ward off any evil spirits. All house fires were put out and new fires lit from the great bonfires. This reminds me a lot of, other, of, of celebrations in other countries as well. Um, so what was the purpose of the bonfires? So the bonfires were to scare away the undead and they're, they're still lit in some areas of Scotland and um, more usually when um, other places in the world were carving pumpkins. Back in Scotland, we used to um, 
carve neat lanterns and they were made out of turnips. They were really quite hard to scoop out turnip, but, but still did it and um, still do do it. Some people still do carve out their turnips and um, they just scoop them out and then they create eyes, noses and mouths like you do in pumpkins and then put candle inside. Um, and then it was supposed to ward off evil spirits. But nowadays, again, more influenced by American culture, we use pumpkins instead of turnips for lamp uh, lanterns. Interesting. I, I've often seen turnips, but I don't always here in the States see them as very big. So that's interesting that, you know, that was what we Yeah. So um, many of the traditions that Burns mentions in his poem Halloween actually still um, exist in Scotland. And um, I know that, uh, you know, I have the poem in front of me and I'll, I'll read it just so for those that are on the audio, um, you, you, if you don't have it in front, you can at least hear it. Some merry friendly country folks together did convene to burn their knits, um, poe their stocks on hod their Halloween for a blith that night. Well, yeah, obviously I'm not Scottish cause I feel like I'm stumbling over this. Um, so as mentioned in the lines above, a common Halloween tradition was for an interesting and engaged couple to each put a nut on the fire. If the nuts burned quietly, then the marriage would be happy. However, if the nuts spat and hissed, then the marriage would be stormy. I'm wondering how many people would do that today. <laughs> similarly, that would be quite interesting and funny. <laughs> yeah. So similarly, if a girl put two nuts on the fire, one for her lover and one for herself, and the nuts spat and hissed, and this was a bad omen for their future together. Very interesting. I'm wondering if I should get some of those nuts to put on a fire or not. This is well, hopefully these <laughs> so seriously and end the marriages <laughs> i know i know Can, that's a superstition that i'm not sure you know I, I, <laughs> that people want to follow um the plants mentioned in the poem above were stalks of the kale plant or cast stalks interesting the stalks were pulled out of the ground after dark with one's eyes shut the idea was the length and straightness of the stalk would indicate a future partner's height and figure any soil in the stalk would indicate wealth interesting that dirt in, indicates wealth. Um, do you want to kind of continue and talk about trick-or-treating? Yes, yeah, so until re recently, trick-or-treat was unknown in Scotland. Instead, children dressed up and pretended to be evil spirits and went guising or galishing. And the custom traces back to a time when it was thought that if you disguise children in a way, they would blend in with the spirits um, that were abroad that night and floating about and, the and they would pass over the children. Um, so children arriving at houses in disguises would then um, be re receive an offering. So back then it would normally have been um, something like fruits, nuts, but nowadays it's more um, money or sweets, or it's still, some people still give fruit and nuts as well. Monkey nuts is quite popular around here, um, but it is expected these days that children go out dressed up and they perform a little trick or a song or a little dance before they receive their little treat at the end of it. Interesting. So I know that here in the United States, we um, had many hundreds of years ago, we, you know, we had issues with people not treating um, those who might be considered witches very well. And I think there were, would be the most popular one, wouldn't it, from America? The yeah. 
Yeah. And so even in, in Scotland, there was a, a witchcraft act of 1735. And that actually contained a clause preventing the consumption of pork and pastry um, on Halloween. And the act was, however, repealed in the 1950s. So now it is legal to offer pork pies or sausage rolls to children as treats. And I thought that was interesting that they associated those as part of witchcraft. Um, what about apples? So there is the party tradition of uh, duking for apples, as we would say here in Scotland, that would be dunking for apples. Um, and it's a party game that most people will um, know that the apples are floating in the basin of water and you put your hands behind your back and uh, you either try to, to speak, well, the tradition in Scotland was to try and hold a fork with your teeth and, and get an apple or by biting one. I think biting one might be slightly easier than trying to stab on with a fork between your teeth and um, this is another Halloween tradition that roots um, in pagan times the origin of bobbin for apples stems back to the ancient ancient Celts who also um, held apples as sacred that's really interesting I I know that as a child we would be trying to dunk for apples and our face would always be wet as we kind of reach for the apple and I'm trying that to bite it with our hands behind our back yeah, yeah, that was the most one of the most fun parts of Halloween, I think, was the Dunkin' for apples. I think we've seen it modernized where they tie them on strings now. So yeah, less yeah, yeah. And catch them in the air. <laughs> so, um, you know, with modern day Halloween traditions, um, you know, you and I've talked about this. There's pumpkin lanterns, there's bobbing for apples and trick or treating, and they all have their origins in the ancient Celtic traditions. Now, I know that there are different festivals. Do you want to talk about some of the festivals and where they're located? Yes, yeah, so the Samhain Festival is Edinburgh. It's an annual event marking the Celtic New Year and it's presented by the Beltane Society. The event features a spectacular procession of fire, music, dancing, theatre and fireworks, and it takes place along Edinburgh's most famous street, which is the Royal Mile. And I loved traveling there. The Royal Mile was um, fun to walk and explore. Um, when Absolutely, and water. you have the famous witches taverns right outside of Edinburgh Castle as well. So there's quite a, a pagan witchy um, um, history to Scotland as well. We, we do have all of the, the um, you know what I'm trying to say, Jackie. I do know what you're trying to say. <laughs> and, but, what, but what I would like to share with everyone who's listening, definitely like and subscribe to Love Travel Scotland. And um, wherever you are in the world and, you know, when you're enjoying the uh, festivities of Halloween, always remember to be safe. Um, you know, again, have fun, just kind of um, be aware of your surroundings, because again, you know, as you're traveling the streets and roads, we want everyone to have fun, but to be safe. And definitely, we're going to be um, dropping other little tidbits of other um, events and holidays. And if you have one that you want us to explore, uh, definitely message us. That's what we're here for. And don't forget to connect with a vet if you are coming over to Scotland and you need any advice on housing and connect with me for travel insurance because again unexpected things happen um, not just crashing into a deer but other things that, <laughs> that can happen when you are traveling and we want you all to enjoy your travel so have a great day Yvette any last minute thoughts that you want to share with our listeners 
Um, yeah, just to touch on what you were saying about safety and being aware of candles um, and being aware of your surroundings. I was going to say be aware of the candles that are lit on the lanterns and the pumpkins on doorsteps. Don't let your children stand too close to them. Um, over the years, there have been incidents of costumes catching fire because unfortunately children have caught their costumes across the tops of candles. So just please be aware of that and keep your kids safe when you're out and about and enjoy your evening. Yep, have fun and um, enjoy all the treats that you guys are going to be um, eating and um, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We will talk with you soon. Bye. Have a great day.